0: So today I have the pleasure of speaking with Vincent Cheng, author of Heal the Source, founder and CEO of Deepening Connections and Vincent Cheng Enterprises, Infinity Coach and therapist. He has explored 32 countries and counting across the globe and since 2013 has traveled to Japan annually and lived with a Zen Buddhist monk in a 600 years old temple until covid like we've all stopped traveling since, <laughs> kind of yeah, restarting. But yeah, that that's quite a quite a introduction. Thank you for making the yeah. time. It's a pleasure to have you with us, Vincent.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm thrilled. It's always like to talk and and, and share. <laughs> so thank you.
0: So give me a bit of a background. I mean I did, so, to give a little bit sort of an introduction, but there, like it, it's a really interesting mix of, of things like usually people uh when they're into you know Buddhist monk and temple and then like entrepreneurship, it doesn't like how, how how do you mix that? How do you
1: do that? Uh that's that's a great question. I think a lot of people, the the perspective around spirituality or a way of mm. life is you know like oh buddhist is like you renounce all the material world and you really go within to discover who you really are um and yeah there was a whole phase of that but for me to go to that place first i was fed up with my material life you know Mm. i was you know i went to school you know really prestigious university for electrical engineering i became an engineer worked at the computers and all chipsets and all that stuff and i wasn't happy and i think that's the 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 beginning of that search like why am i not happy i have everything i've always wanted everything you should have you 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 know tick all the boxes you follow all the rules but something's missing and Mm. so okay well if getting all of this money and cars and you know parties and that, that doesn't give me happiness okay well that's not the route and I'm, I'm, my personality is very extreme. So if I'm going to go fully attached to something, make a lot of money and party, I'll go all the way in. And then, well, it's not getting me happiness. So you know what? Let's toss it all out, you know? So I sold <laughs> everything. You know, I booked a one way ticket and oh. <laughs> I'm like, I want to find out what this is. Well, this is not getting me anywhere. So bye bye. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's go this route and let's go this route. Um, so it began with pursuing a passion of mine of, of what i love to do, which was music. Mm. So I'm also a conductor of orchestras and choir yeah. and operas. Um, so that was the first step. So I gave up engineering to pursue a career in music and really share that passion, because that's something I would love to do without getting paid. Mm. And I'm like, OK, why am I holding on all of these things? You know? And the minute i let that go it just completely changed everything about me it completely changed life and how i see it uh, but it's almost it's, if you talk about the buddhist sort of philosophy it's it's about attachment and detachment and so the <clears throat> basic tenet of it is attachment we all suffer we're all going through depression anxiety fear and the basic tenet of 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 suffering is that attachment is suffering. Attachment mm. is the biggest cause of suffering. And I've come to realize that if I'm attached to something, that means I have a fear of losing. Mm. So if I have a fear of losing anything, that means I have an attachment. And I really uh, explored this feeling and concept. And, and it's funny, when I detached, you know, I sold mm. everything, I detached from family and friends to book a one-way ticket. It was the most liberating feeling. And it almost as if that suffering went away. Mm. But it was such a, 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 a process to let go. Mm. Now, I want to think about it like, who's going to sell their house and book a one way ticket? Mm. Like, very few yeah. people do that. You're either desperate, there's a war happening, and I need to survive, <laughs> or I'm so inspired that i'm just gonna say i only want this and i don't care about all this stuff this is not mm-hmm. um so it's very fun when i first started doing this like and i see people working with me too like they're really desperate or they're so inspired they're like i really want this i'm so motivated and they'll take action mm-hmm. so that sort of was the beginning process of me exploring and entering into that spiritual detachment uh zero state i call it
2: mm. and,
1: and my i think there was one attachment that was left and it was my you could call my ex fiance at the time <laughs> who was ready to also pull the tr- trigger and say you know come with me and live in europe and and mm. we're just going to you know be free and and, and just you know travel and, and have that lifestyle versus this You know nine to five you know thirty years retire you know get a 40 year old mortgage and debt (laughs) like (laughs) it's a very different way of living there and she was ready to go but once i got there to settle and believe it or not i got my dream two weeks before i flew oh
2: wow how did that happen
1: it's like you call it you know the manifestation law of attraction Mm. But I put myself in a state where I was willing to have nothing to achieve this dream of mm. you know, conducting the Berlin Philharmonic, conducting opera. And two weeks before I flew to Berlin from Canada, I had no friends there. I had no apartment, no job, <laughs> no anything. And I I told myself I was willing to live into tear garden you know the park the central park (laughs) i don't care i'm going to crawl my way through because i wanted it so badly and somehow a contact a conductor from berlin reached out to my teacher here just to get in touch they are there opportunities Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah there's opportunities we can collaborate oh but my best student is coming over there like (laughs) berlin do you think you can help him maybe settle and get an apartment? Or, or, and he's like, yeah, of course. You know what? I'm doing a festival in France and I'll be oh, you know, wow. gone from, you know, he can live in my place. <laughs> I Also, I'm doing an opera in Berlin. I need an assistant conductor. Maybe he can send his resume. Oh, well. <laughs> And so that's I think going. I think my mouth couldn't close for like two weeks. <laughs> I was like, "You're like, I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah. I went from nothing to ha- I went to the festival I, in France. We I conducted, and I was assistant conductor for the opera. And like uh, to this day, I'm talking about. I'm like, "How did that happen?"
0: <laughs> mm, that's <laughs> but, crazy. You know, the, those type of things. Like when you think back, or when you tell them someone, you're you're like. If I see that in a film, I, I would think it's too much. I just wouldn't believe it. It's not believable. But I know very well the type of moments you're talking about. It, it's it's like life is crazier than any fiction. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of our films are based on life, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: and,
1: and they have to, like, you know, tone it down because it's... Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, that. People won't believe it. Yeah. Oh, so.
1: man. But but that's the thing. If If we look at inspiring people to to follow their dreams or or to we we all talk about what we get at the end and Mm. oh well of course i'll do it anybody would go and take that jump if they found out that they would achieve it Mm. ahead of time right Mm -hmm. there's no risk there's no like a certain thing but this is the challenge i had no idea i never knew when i was going to get it and I had to really process and jump through that terror of going into the unknown, leaving everything. And mm. I found that to be one of the most successful and most powerful traits you can build in an entrepreneur. And I've mm. seen all the successful people, like they take leaps risk, mm. without knowing and they figured out along the way. Mm. That's a trait that we, we, we don't really value as much, you know, We be safe, make sure you analyze everything. Do you have plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, plan <laughs> C, <laughs> then you'll go. And, you know, I talk. I, I listened to another podcast earlier. It's about the more educated you are in the traditional sense, the the further away you'll actually build wealth in that sense. Mm. and what they talked about is that because we're taught to be analytical make sure everything's right before we do anything it has to be safe most of the time the cost and benefit says logically it won't make any sense to take that risk so then nobody takes any action for it and then you stay where you're at oh the
0: crazy thing is uh, yeah sorry no go ahead yeah the, the, the crazy thing is, as you were talking about, you know, analyze this, do that, do that, and, and I have that, um, like, literally, even in my line of work, but I think that applies to anyone, like, things are moving so quick nowadays, and that is something that I used to see even back, like, um, I don't know, probably, like, I've been in naming and branding at the domains for the past, like, five to seven, well, five years, different um, uh, spaces in that kind of realm. But before that, I had a software company and we were building software and websites for people. And the even then, and now that's like 10 times the time, you you had like you would make a list of things, a list of tasks, a list of whatever. By the time you've done one third of them, the rest may not even be like relevant. Like people, people don't even care about this anymore. Like you've applied the three points, you, they've hit the real world, you've seen what's happened. And, you know, you have that feedback, so you have to completely rewrite that to-do list. But you have people who are like, nope, 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 we have to finish the thing. And it's like, oh my God, I'm like hitting my head against the brick wall as a, you know, project manager. I'm like, no, you don't, like, why? But that is on the scale what is happening with a lot of people in a lot of things, you know, and even more so now because that that was like in software seven eight years ago, ten years ago, whatever, and and now it's just like everywhere. I think you have to just constantly, constantly be aware and adapt to to what is happening around. You just cannot stick to you know whatever you decided a week ago, even.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's so true. And you look at the, the the success and being able to be flexible, the amount of change that's happening, like anything could happen in the next two months that could revolutionize our whole internet. Mm. Our whole, Absolutely. You know, like, and, oh, no, you know, we call it the, the stubborn ego. Like, we have to do this. I'm so attached to mm-hmm. my project in this way. Like, no, the, the more that you detach from it, I'm like, oh, let's go here. Let's go here. Let's go here. Okay. And that has been my journey. Like, I could tell the people that I, I think I've lived six lives already. You <laughs> know, I'm not like I'm just 40 ish. Like, it's it, an engineer, you know, a conductor, all the world. Now, a psychotherapist that brought me back, a <laughs> spiritual practitioner, and whatever. Like, it's, it's, it's because I'm, I'm adapting to the change in myself versus mm. let's follow this project of life that has been laid down by society, parents, culture, whatever. And I'm like, mm. no, sorry. Like and part of the process is I had to any change is a death. A change mm. is a loss. Like if like let's okay COVID, that's a big change. Mm. I lost my ability to see people. I lost my ability to conduct music. I lost, I lost, I lost, I lost. And we're not conditioned enough. We're not trained enough to to deal with loss. Mm. That's why you have consultant companies that only deal with change management. Like, like, yeah, now people people will value that. Change, how do we deal with change? And
2: we're always changing.
1: You know, our industry's changing you know like my 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 career my business is always changing and mm. it's only been like two years i'm in a place where i've constantly scaled to a whole different area because once i reach this point all of these other things open <clears throat> well do i take action or do i stay on this path
2: <clears throat>
1: the more i train myself and i'm getting stronger and stronger that okay i can go here I, i'll Figure it out. I'll get the necessary help in the unknown. Then go. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's
0: change is yeah very much entrepreneurship I guess and change and that's something that a lot of people that are kind of um, you were describing that at the beginning where you like had everything that you thought will make you happy and it wasn't and I feel a lot of people are in that position where you you have that you know story that okay. The, do well at school, get a good job, you know, get a house, get a car, get a wife, get kids. And then like, you did it. You should be happy. And, and they get there. or they're struggling and not being happy until they get there. And then they get there like, okay, that wasn't it. So then what? Uh, And and in that respect, entrepreneurship, I feel is a way out for a lot of people, not just because um, like, usually the solo entrepreneurs or so people that launch themselves into entrepreneurship when it's are people who are pursuing their dreams in a way. They're, they're like trying to do that thing that they always wanted to do. And obviously, if you want to do it, you have to make money somehow to be able to continue to do it and you know do more of it. So I think it's a, like everything you just said about change and, and how we should be open and adapting to it. It's very relevant in the business world obviously as well as uh, in our personal work. So how do you help in what you're doing now, entrepreneurs deal with change?
1: I think that's that's the theme. I never really looked at it in this sense, but I help others like clients, and entrepreneurs, or actually most of my clients come in as, you know people wanting change, like real mm-hmm. change, radical change. But they just can't take the steps to go through it, or they don't understand how to make the change, and they're really held back by things that make them want to change um, mm-hmm. and And I've realized that well, we can go through change on a well, time is our biggest, most valuable resource that we mm-hmm. never can get back. So we could go through traditional change and evolve let's say over the year, over two years and three years, and you can, you know, take that. But I realized, wait, I've been changing like lightning hyperspeed, you know, like, mm. like wait a second, if I can do this, can I teach other people to do that too? And if I can scale, like if, if time is our most valued resource, what if I shrink a, what you can do in two years to a year or six months mm. or three months? what would that be worth? What would that help? You know, what would that save? And, and I begin to see, you know, when you see the laws of time, if you go a long time with something and versus I'm totally zero and I'm all in, I Mm believe everything you can really get such 10,000 times more result than that traditional route.
2: Mm -hmm. So that's
1: how I came up with heal the source. know it was Mm. about scaling something on such a level that's to have been seen impossible um Mm. so let's say a traditional model it started with you know let's say therapy you come in 500 you know a hundred dollars an hour you know you Mm. see someone you get help you get understand you go through a year two years three years five years and i'm like what if and that's what my mentor said hey you're changing people's lives create something of really high value what if they gave you mm. 10000 What if they gave you 20000 What if they gave you $50,000 to help them? And I was like, no, what? No, <laughs> can't do that. That's too much. Like <laughs> Nobody can have that. I was like, hyperventilating. It was a panic because our concept of money, that I, you know, how we, a lot of us are conditioned is like, don't talk about it. You know, it's not something. Mm. And, and that's why that shift from nine to five is like, Money is this way, it's controlled. It's, there's a system, you don't have to deal with it. Versus entrepreneurship, mm. you have to have complete oversight. You have to know how you relate to money, how people, how you receive it, how you give it, how you use it, how you build it. Like mm. it's, that was my biggest learning journey at being an entrepreneur, like, well, why do we do it? Yes, I want to create passion and love and dream, but mm. it's about creating freedom, really. And the more money you have, the more free you have, usually in that sense. Mm. Um, We're not talking about sometimes your emotionally That's still not free because no matter how much you get, that's a whole different side. But overall, Mm. you you have that capacity to be. You know, I can fly anywhere. I can help anyone. I can live. You know, and and enjoyment. Okay. So this aspect of okay, let's create something that's of that super impossible value. Well, if they give me 20000 dollars what's gonna have to happen? How fast would it have to happen? What would they, they probably would have to like enter the heavenly gates right, or something? <laughs> if they were, that much. But I stuck with it. I stuck with it. So like, yeah, how would I create the heaven for them? And that's the radical change to get them from a place where they couldn't, you know, possibly imagine to where they're like, wow. And so you go on the website and you see testimonials of people who've gone through that. Some people within weeks, like right now working with someone who is on my 90 day. She can't believe it's three weeks. It feels mm. like three years, like literally. But, you know, so the, my process of how we go through and manipulate time in ourselves mm. by going to zero and letting go. I'm like, I want this and I'm going to do whatever it takes you know, for the highest good, mm. of course um and and we're focused on building that whole new mindset way of being that again it's about attachment we're so attached to how we used to be even though we want to change our unconsciousness mm. don't change it's death it's death it's scary it's dangerous mm. so it, no like can you die to that self can you really go to zero with me and i have a podcast called zero to infinity
0: I was going to ask you about the name of that episode.
1: That explains it now. Yeah. So it's exactly my way of life. You know, Mm. I get the most. uh, You know how there's so many courses and gurus and mentors out there. And I found that a lot of people, even myself, seeing, or people who want to work with me, they're not ready to because they couldn't go to zero. Mm. you know they're holding on to a concept or an attachment or this and i'm like but for me when i got my mentor i went to zero with them everybody Mm. whether it be my conducting one or my business one or my publishing one or my even my spiritual one i i go all in so i can absorb completely their infinite years of experience and whatever they Mm. say and i know my mentor jerry jerry robert he People like, yeah, you're like me when I was with Bob Proctor. Mm. It's
0: it's <laughs> funny because sorry.
1: Go ahead. But, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but, I like I'm I'm just in this energy. I am just talking. Please. No,
0: no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. So, but I'm I'm like being the host here, so I'm trying to keep it down. But then I'm like, yeah, but, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I'll will do better. It. But no, because you you were it it's very funny because like. In a way, you get to a point as an adult where, we, and you have to change. And you realize you have to change, and, and generally, like you change. It's almost like you change. Life changes around you, so it's happening whether you like it or not. Uh, and and there is that clash if you if you're not aware of it, if you're not flowing with it, that happens, and then you're unhappy. But when we're younger, there's so much weight put on to you have to be something. Mm -hmm. Like whether people are telling you what you have to be or they're telling you you have to choose something and be that thing. And I remember like when I was little, I've I've, I've had like with my family and friends, even that was so much of a thing where, where people would say, but you like, you're changing your style. Like you, 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 you know, you you had to be like the smart-looking one, or the goth, or the metal, or the rap, or the whatever. You know, the, we're talking about like music styles and how you look or what sort of a people you hang around with, and it had to be one thing. And I'm like, yeah, but I can, you know, sometimes I feel like one, and sometimes I feel like the other, and sometimes, and like, what's what's the problem? I was like, like screaming in my head, like, am I like like fell on some weird planet? Like, why is not anyone understanding how weird it is to be that one thing in that box and stick to it. But it's what's what's you know most people do. And yeah, and in a way, I guess people get to you then at some point, if, if they're lucky, <laughs> or someone like you where they can undo that thing and, and get back to you actually can do those things, even like on day to day basis you can be different. That, that
1: is one of the biggest like blocks, I think we have, you know, because we're programmed and conditioned in the traditional system to say you have to be this. Mm. And somehow, if we don't, that's the fear. It, the, mm. Like in my book, I, I talk, there's only one fear. What we only fear non existence, we fear non existence, but in the psychological sense, that's you don't exist when I don't approve of you, when I reject mm. you, when I criticize you, when I judge you. You're like, <sighs> I don't like that. I'm I'm fearing that non-existence. I'm shamed. I'm guilted. I'm whatever it is. Those emotions will tell us, hmm, this is not right. I don't like this. Well, how do I get rid of it? Let's follow what I need to do. I want to mm. change how you think. So I'll change who I am to uh, adapt to what you're saying. But mm. that means you've completely thrown away your own power. And mm. we're conditioned to do that. We're conditioned to have no power. If you think about it, we're working a nine to five for somebody in power over us, mm. so to speak, right? But as an entrepreneur, you have full power. You get to control every aspect. And often, well, well I forgot who said, Nelson Mandela or, or someone like, we, we fear our own power.
0: We're not mm. used
1: to it. You know, it's a Stockholm syndrome. We like, yeah, it's easy. The prison, you feed me. And I do some chores, and I'm good. Right? Mm. But we're still in a prison. Like we don't. What would we do with ourselves if we all had all the freedom? You know, same with the zoo and the animals. And like they don't know how to operate in the wild anymore. Mm. And so this this aspect of of being one thing. And of course, anybody who's really challenged with that, especially now, when I was doing my branding, like oh, one of my previous consultants, like didn't know what to do with. me. <laughs> Well, how do how do I get you from here to here to here to, you're like you're like 10 things that are drastically all over the place mm. okay? but yet i'm all of those things like and the difference between I think we can break through this concept instead of asking who we are we're asking what we are all the time what are mm. you what are you what are you well I'm not a thing i'm mm. a being I'm a state, I'm, I'm a life. And for me, that's why I say zero to infinity. Well, if I am me, then I have infinite possibility. I have, I'm everything. I can be anything. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if I'm, you know, the, the monk or the entrepreneur or the engineer or the musician, like I'm me. And that's the biggest challenge that we face. Like, how can we be me? Can, like, who, who am I? We just keep asking that question, and mm. that's what's always going to be changing, because
0: who, all- who approved of me being me Like like, who, who, who said I could do this?
1: <laughs> yes. But you do.
2: Mm.
1: But you don't realize we have the power.
2: Mm.
1: Guess what's happening everywhere. We listen, we're affected, we're influenced by the opinions of others. It's not that they have power. It's just that we lose it. We don't have it. Mm. Essentially, we still have the power to define ourselves, but what we've done is we've taken their version of us and say, I believe this. This is now me. Versus mm. coming up with your own version of you.
0: Yeah. So that's you know, it's a it, it reminds me of, of a case of um well, one of my daughters. They they both I have four kids but the girls are doing Krav Maga classes and yep. one of uh, one of them on one of the last trainings came out and she was like sad and, and like uh, offended and almost crying and she was like oh there was that uh, one boy and he kept teasing me and saying that I'm too skinny and too weak and and my first reaction was like you're in Krav Maga class like best place where somebody can annoy you because you can smack them. Like it's literally your job there. <laughs> you know, you do martial arts classes. Mm-hmm. They're annoying. You just hit them harder. <laughs> but, you know, okay, that didn't help. But then she, she she just went on and on with it for like good 30 minutes after. And, and I'm sitting there thinking, that's just so crazy that, you know, that boy that said those things, he must have like gone home, forgotten all about it because he didn't put much into it. Uh, he, he probably you know doesn't even know her name doesn't care he just it's probably that type of character that says no annoying thing to everyone because they want to be noticed most of the time but whatever like let's put it aside point being he doesn't even remember that whatever he said but she's like carrying that on her little bag 30 40 50 minutes later stressing out about it and 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 that's if we apply it to you know the adults and adult life and We do that with so many things like where we pick them around. Sometimes they were not even meant for us. We just decided they were. And we're like, you know, carrying that and and, and struggling with it. And it's like, why? I mean, why? Like, it's so crazy when you put it in simple terms, but it's, you know, it's a huge, huge problem.
1: Yeah. Like, no, nothing does it better than social media.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. There's
1: no winning, really. Like you, you, you get you want the like, and then you get the comment that dislike. Now you're gonna think about it forever. Mm. But not even that. What if you get no likes? What oh my God, nothing? that's even worse. <laughs> because you create a, 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 a belief of why, which never serves you. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's it's amazing how I think that's what my mission is. Like. To how do we master our mind and our heart? How do we have control over what's really happening? Because we don't know, but we are choosing to take on something negative that doesn't serve us. But Mm. because it's out of fear, like it triggered this response that we need to survive because I'm about to be, I'm shamed, right? So I don't exist. I need to Mm. be liked. I need to. But if we really look at that emotional layer, it's like, am I really in threat? Is there really danger? Mm. And you tap back into your power and you're able to you know, hold space for that emotion versus needing to avoid it or solve mm. it or get rid of it, which then the analytical mind comes in and says, oh, I remember that. Now I'm going to create the whole experience in my head once more, the same feeling, oh, this boy, now I'm weak. Now I'm insecure. I go to mm. class again. Oh, create again. Let's relive that. Let's relive that. Let's relive that. Mm. And then we do it so much that it becomes automatic and we can't escape it. So what we want to do is begin to create a whole new experience while you're in it. And like, I can hold this. What's really happening? Wait, I I don't, that's not real. That's not belief. But why do I feel like so rejected, so shame? So so we have to cultivate the other feeling of Mm. you are accepted. You are strong. You get to be you you're you're you you because that just gets lost because we're just trying to survive from mm-hmm. the fear um so that's essentially what I teach like how do we master our own fear because if we do that then anything's possible mm.
0: so that's kind of leads to my next question um what I mean we we mentioned uh, you know, it costs $20,000 to, to, you know, <laughs> work with But <the> <laughs> who, who would be like the ideal customer for, for what you do? Who could reach out and benefit from your services?
2: Someone who probably has seen and dealt with things and,
1: and, and wants drastic, radical, awesome change quickly, effectively, and Mm -hmm. is willing to say, yeah, I've I've done enough. I'm ready for this. Uh this this is so important for me that I want it no matter what, but I don't know how to get it. Mm -hmm. But once you're in that state and you work with me, boom. It's almost like before you work with me, the moment you decide to do that, it's already happened. Mm -hmm. That's why I have this model. I mean that's what my mentor did. If you 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 invest that much or you put go all in, something happens to your psyche that says it's happening. It has to. It's like you burn the ships. You know you're gonna take the island. Uh, so people who are willing to do that, and I find that when I made adjustments or or accommodations to people who maybe not ready financially or maybe I said I'm like okay let's start doing this. It doesn't work. You know, they either quit or they don't take action or they don't jump in. Uh, and that's not that I don't want to work that way, but this is my superpower. Like, you know, if you don't you don't tell superman to walk to the Arctic, like just doesn't know why. <laughs> like if I'm gonna fly, I would fly, like I can go light speed. If you want to do light speed with me, that's what it's gonna take. But there are thousands of programs and people out there that. Can do the bicycle or the walk or the bus.
2: Mm.
1: I'm flying. Too bad. (laughs) I just (laughs) realized I don't have time to
2: waste. (laughs) (laughs) People think
1: the same way. Why not? Why not invest a huge amount in a very short time and get infinite results versus spread it over the safe way?
2: Mm. Um,
1: That's just it's just a different model, and I find that's that's me. And...
0: it's a good analogy, yeah, with the bicycle and the flying and and like you said it, it's not for everyone um and it's not for every every stage. everyone like somebody may not be at that stage now and get there later. it's it's really yeah it it does sound like um you have to be in a certain space in your head to be able to go with that.
1: Mm. And you could say that would be my niche offering um there aren't that many people who are in that state Uh, um it's just because but but there are there definitely are people and why not offer that to them Mm. if if that's available because that's what I was missing you know I looked all around and like this whole long-term traditional model I'm I'm not getting there I, I need I need that huge amount of whatever and that's the same thing on why I dove into Zen. You know, Actually, I'm, the analogy was from one of the Zen masters. He's like, you okay. can do Mahayana Buddhism, which is riding the bike, or you can do, you know, R- 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 Anna, which is taking the bus, or you <laughs> could go Zen and fly the plane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny because when you just even when you say the word zen and people usually associate it with like slow and calm and you know that it's it's really not that you know association.
1: Yeah, it it there's a I mean people say oh you're so zen you're so calm. <laughs> but the the entering into that process like if we go back to the history it's about resolve like back then, if you wanted to go in a Zen monastery, and my master was in was in one, and like you had to kneel outside for like days. Mm. It would be raining and they would shoo you away. You're like, no, you're too old. You're no, we have too many people. Get out, get out. And mm. like, no, I'm here, I'm here. It's like that's the resolve. And same, if you want to work with me, that's the resolve. Like, no, this is not for everyone. You really want this? Show me why, show me how. Mm. And then, then you'll get the, the, the awesome results because that's what people want when they go through Zen, which is achieve enlightenment. You know, to find mm. that's why you're so calm. But enlightenment is a whole different story. We'll talk about. <laughs> it is not this, you know, I'm this light being. I'm heavenly. I'm just floating around. No, it's a byproduct experience. Like enlightenment is just the present. Mm. It's not this. Awakening that, oh my gosh, light and rainbows and unicorns and all this stuff. you like, no, <laughs> that's the byproduct of feeling this awesome. But mm-hmm. the awesomeness is just you. There's no, like, they say you. I want to do with
0: that. The awesomeness is just you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just
1: exactly. I love the Zen philosophy because everything is a paradox it makes no sense but it makes all sense and the more you try to analyze it the further away you'll, you'll get from it and so it, it the process of getting there like doing these cones and, and meditating and doing these kind of things is to get your body and your mind out of the traditional trapped human sense the ego sense and to mm. break out of it so that you can be you infinitely what are you and so it's it's yeah, I I, and why I came back. Like, here's an, another uh, analogy it's like, well, once you achieve enlightenment, you're in heaven. You feel like you're in heaven. You're like, <laughs> this is boring. What am I doing? Here? Okay, there's only so much bliss you can enjoy. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, what do I do with this? Okay, you know what? As I've been like, you have to share this, only well, we teach people. and that's why I came back. And I'm like, what's the easiest way to really get there? Like, people aren't very easy to take this pill of be enlightened. You no, know, nobody wants that. They're like, oh, I have kids to feed. I have work to do. So I entered through through psychotherapy, you know, getting, getting the license, getting the training. And that, in a way, is just, just help free people. And because yeah. ultimate enlightenment is being free to be you. That's it. Um, so bringing that it's like am i free if i have nothing am i free if i have all this material stuff so my whole concept of that has changed because i'm like well to be spiritual in zen you have to denounce this like who defines that? that right i could say that or i could say no but usually it's people who have never even approached it define it for you <laughs> oh you think you're so zen then why are you rich like what who are you coming up with this <laughs> like please <laughs> we're so quick to believe people who have absolutely no idea what they're talking about oh no
0: i know i know i know i, like, with the, I have another analogy from daily love of a four kids mother but like i love the the advice that people who have no kids Give to people who have kids. Like it's just there's just mm, yeah. Tell me, tell me all about it. Just yes. yeah. And then the, those same people, when they have kids, you see how they are. Then it's like yeah. You know, it's like oh, how, what were you saying there? You know, you remember how you said you were gonna or should uh, do this or whatever? It's like it's never, never the same. Yeah.
1: Oh, and, and this brings up you know. So I I grew up Catholic, right? So mm. so there's the and the only thing I found so fascinating was how many times Jesus kept calling people hypocrites. <laughs> you hypocrite, you hypocrite. Like <laughs> that's exactly what it is. You know, mm-hmm. these Pharisees come in all like, you know, you know, above everyone else. You should study and pray this way. And they're like,
2: <laughs> Yeah. Hypocrites.
1: Right? <laughs> but that's what it is. And uh, 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 and so if we can realize that, now it's the road less traveled. It's, sometimes it's very lonely mm-hmm. because a lot, not a lot of people think this way and live this way. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that would be the biggest challenge because all my you know past relationships, whether it be friends or acquaintances or you know, organizations, colleagues, that has drastically changed. Mm-hmm. Because I've drastically changed. and. You know some people who can't align or or meet me then then that's it. It's like, well, we gotta graduate from kindergarten at some point,
2: <laughs> yeah. you want me to
1: play in the sandbox to relate to me <laughs> yeah i I remember those days, but yeah, I know yeah, I just want go into
2: space, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It's funny again, there. Yeah, we, we do refer to kids oftentimes because it makes all sense when you look at it from where you are. And see obviously that the stupid kids, you know, like are you telling the kids, even, you know, oh, stop worrying about whoever thinks like you're not going to even remember their name in two years. And it seems obvious, even though for them it's like a tragedy that, uh, you know, Mary said uh, she's not going to play with me today. But then, like, why is it so much different in adult life? Like you just said, and I've had that experience many times myself on many levels, actually. Like on one level, you have people, you meet them in a certain setting or certain periods of real life, time goes on, whatever time goes on, and then they expect you to do the same things, be the same person. And they're like offended almost if you don't. It's like, where did I sign that, you know, like, (laughs) you know, I'm just like living my life, you know, I'm not like telling you how to live yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and and that's the, I think a lot of people find that easier and safer to just stick to that. You know, like that person is expecting me to be that. That person know, knows me as that. You know, that's how I've always been there, and and it's really yeah. And the funny thing is, we're talking about entrepreneurs. I don't think you would do that with a business, or so if you did, it wouldn't survive. like Literally,
1: couldn't. Well, that's exactly why right. businesses fail. Mm. That's exactly why they fail. And you look like, look at all, well, you've in branding. How many times we go rebranding and reevaluating because something's mm. not working? Uh, but often people will, will go to their grave with it not working and fail versus, mm. you know what? I have to stop here. I have to do this. Let's change. Let's do that. And, um, yeah, I am in that right now. Mm. You know, it's, and it's, I have to be because I'm, that's me. Like if I were the one type of person to stick with one thing, yes, I could probably build a business that would last sticking to one thing and I could rearrange it, but I'm, yeah, I have healed a source at zero, like there's something else and I have to go with it. I have to adapt the company to me and there aren't very many that do that, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're, you're told the model, stick to one thing and then people can relate to you. Sure. But I found that I was suffering when I do that. It's like, that's not me. Mm. Like if you look at Nikola Tesla, he's like, how many crazy mm. things that he invent? Because he just stuck with him. He just went here, went here, went here, went here. But if he's like, oh, I'm only focused on electricity and you're just gonna know me for electricity. But that's how somebody has painted him. No, mm. it's like he's known for so many other things that people don't want you to know about because <laughs> it would drastically change the world right now. Mm. Uh, and so that's that's me, like I, I wanna honor that. If I'm feeling this, then this, if this doesn't feel right, even if a million people are following <laughs> it, then it, then it doesn't make it, that's the only way or that's right. Mm. Uh, so it's being able to honor your authenticness and that took me Mm. a while like i had a lot of lessons i've learned that oh it doesn't really work but why am i just you know depressed you know why am i stuck and uh, it's because i am changing i have to honor the change
0: Mm. so hopefully like by the time we publish this podcast people are still going to be able to find you (laughs) on the website that we have
2: (laughs) absolutely
1: i will never you know let you know turn anyone away because ultimately this is on the grand scheme of things. It's about freedom and living your best self. Um, so wherever I am, I'm still going to be doing that. Mm. So if that's what you want. And you want it quickly. You want it powerfully. And you want it, you know, in a way that you, you you're like, I'm, I'm ready to do whatever it takes. Then I'm, I'm your guy. Cool.
0: Oh, well, that's a great way to end that podcast with way over 30 minutes but i think that was expected with that sort of a guess that's cool well thank you that's been an absolute pleasure uh yeah thank you for making the time
1: oh thank you so much it's been an absolute fun enjoyable so until next time